Good morning and welcome, and we welcome to the program Carrie Ketman, the Director of Community-Based Services at Safe Passage. Good morning to you, Carrie. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm fantastic, and I trust that you are too. And so we uh, roll on here, uh, continue with uh, uh, the month of April, very important month, and uh, something that uh, I know Safe Passage is uh, very much uh, obviously involved in, and that is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And uh, Carrie, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how this uh, how this came to be, and then also uh, uh, what Safe Passage is looking to do uh, during the month of April. Yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. Sexual Assault Awareness Month is April of each year. The accompanying color is teal, so you will see uh, several folks out and about in the community wearing their teal ribbons to promote awareness for sexual assault. Um, here at Safe Passage, we have been busy um, promoting that awareness. One of the the activities that we have just completed is, is getting a text line set up to assist in a new way to reach our survivors. Um, so currently you can call or text our toll-free 877-733-1990 number for free confidential help and support. And I know one thing that um, Safe Passage is uh, particularly um um, involved in uh, throughout its uh, six-county uh, service area is the uh, focusing on the national theme of uh, building safe online spaces together. And uh, can you uh, kind of elaborate on that, please? Yes. This year's theme is to build safe online spaces. Um, we want to normalize consent, uh, practicing consent, intervene when we see harmful content or behavior, and also you know, just really promote online communities that value respect as well as safety. Through the pandemic, the online community has grown, and that could be a very good thing because online spaces can be a source of healing and provide resources in that way. But some of the negative of online spaces is when, you know, consent is not valued or respect and safety is compromised and that's kind of what we want to focus on this april to make sure that we are all doing our part to protect that online space and uh, there's uh, and obviously there's some uh, behaviors or actions that uh, kind of uh, fuel some of this violence and uh, what are some of those yeah really you know sexual assault occurs on a continuum um you know anywhere from from Victim blaming through a sexual assault as a rape, as example, on the other end of the continuum. So online spaces really have become a source of victim blaming language. And we, we just feel it's important to change that cultural mindset, that comments, that questions, the victim's actions prior to an assault is a good example. Um, and sometimes there's a little bit of a a safety behind the keyboard where you're saying things that you don't recognize may have an impact on somebody who has experienced sexual assault. So just the mindfulness and, um, you know, on how we all contribute to how we're using online spaces. And, of course, uh, that's one uh, form of abuse. Uh, what are some of the other uh, forms of uh, sexual abuse that uh, maybe uh, some uh, some people should be aware of, particularly if it's a, a friend or loved one? Yeah, sending any unwelcome communication about 
sex or hateful comments based on sex or gender identity or sexual orientation, uh, sending um, unwanted requests for photos, um, and, and just any kind of shared, uh, shared sexual activity without consent is uh, all violations of, of um, sexual assault that time within that umbrella. All right, and then uh, of course, and that's the thing, as you mentioned earlier, the uh, the uh, online and the technology and so forth, and uh, just it seems like uh, um, the way I read, it seemed like uh, there, there seemed to be a lot more of these instances, or at least uh, the key word here being reported instances of uh, these incidents happening. Right, and just because these incidents take place behind a screen doesn't mean that the impact on that victim or survivor or their loved ones or our community as a whole is not um, the same. They often, victims in this space, feel the same violated feelings as uh, the, the instances that would occur in person. So it's just important to recognize that the same attitudes and beliefs that lead to sexual violence committed in person is also what's contributing to the online activity. Now, I know a uh, big resource to uh, you folks at uh, Safe Passage carries the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. And uh, uh, what can you tell about them and uh, how they're, uh, what they're able to do and how helpful they are uh, to uh, helping Safe Passage achieve its mission? Yeah, some of these national supports really help with resources, um, naming and identifying the themes and the things that we should focus on based on national trends. They kind of house the data from which we make decisions on, you know, which awareness themes um, are the most relevant to get out to the community. And they just really provide kind of a home base for some of our smaller agencies to be supported with the work that we're trying to do our community. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Carrie Ketman with Safe Passage. And that continues right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Carrie Ketman, and uh, she is the Director of Community-Based Services at Safe Passage, and uh, the month of April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And uh, Carrie, I understand that uh, Safe Passage has uh, and has had several activities uh, throughout the month of April to uh, raise awareness of this issue. Yes. Um, again, we're wearing teal most of this month. That is the color associated with Sexual Assault Awareness Month. We've had some presentations and displays around the community, especially in our libraries. Um, we have displays set up where you can get information. Um, also coming up is Denim Day, which is celebrated nationally. Uh, that will be April 27th. Um, we encourage everyone to wear jeans or denim that day um, of, of any kind. Some people choose the jacket, some people have the slacks, but um, denim in any form is encouraged that day. And it's really an interesting history with 
how denim day has come to be so widely recognized. It's been, gosh, I think back two decades ago where uh, it was an international ruling, I think in an Italian court where the judge overturned a ruling um, based on a conviction of a rapist that got under overturned because the victim was wearing jeans. Um, so this is in response to the outcry of that decision, and it has just really taken off and been a mainstay each April as we uh, promote awareness for sexual assault. And that's uh, you know, interesting to say the least that uh, it was uh, blue jeans were at the heart of uh, overturning this uh, case uh, over in Italy. Yeah, it just kind of goes to show how far we've come in the last two decades. Um, but also, there are still um, awareness to how we perceive the focus on the victim versus the perpetrator and holding that person accountable. So part of Awareness Month is really a refocus on making sure that behavior is the focus and, and they should be held accountable for these acts rather than our victims or survivors feeling the weight um, not only of what they have just experienced through that trauma, but also um, the judgment afterwards. So again, with our online spaces or in person, the best thing that you can do for a survivor is let them know that you believe them and let them know that they are not alone. And as far as uh, some of the other events that uh, you've had this month, Carrie, uh, what are uh, some of those? And uh, can you, um, which, uh, of course, obviously uh, these are in our rearview mirror, so to speak. But at the same time, I think uh, very important to uh, you know make people aware that uh, these things uh, have taken place, and that uh, this is something uh, not just for the uh, I'm sure not just for the month of April, but uh, these are really ongoing efforts. Yeah, we've partnered with our college campuses. Um, we have one um, in Jefferson County in Hanover, and we've also partnered with our Ivy Tech um, collaborative partners there to get teal and the ribbons and the awareness into those spaces. We've also partnered with coffee shops with sleeves that promote consent education um, and so some of your local coffee shops, you may be going in and, and having a, a coffee with a sleeve that says F-A-A-M, which stands for the Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Um, we do podcasts regularly, and we have promoted one for this month as well. You could go to our website, safeplaceforhope.org, in order to check those podcasts out. And then, um, you know, we will be having some survivor events, pending some weather issues um, in, in the next coming week for, for survivors to get together um, through their support groups or, or with um, these events to feel um, additionally not alone. And I would imagine that uh, prosecutors' offices and also uh, law enforcement uh, have uh, had a hand in this as well. Yes, we have really good collaborative partnerships with our local law, law enforcement and prosecutor's office. They are supportive and often um, will do um, an awareness within their office, uh, supported by Safe Passage. And uh, how about uh, social media awareness? Uh, have there been uh, any efforts as far as uh, that's concerned, Carrie? 
Yes, we do have a pretty robust social media page, and um, your, your listeners are welcome to go on to either Facebook or Instagram and like our pages. And we, um, we shoot out a lot of support, some statistics, and some, some general information um, regularly, and we have additional focuses through the month of April on uh, sexual assault awareness. And we are talking with Carrie Kepman, the Director of Community-Based Services at Safe Passage. And uh, Carrie, if you could uh, give us a little bit about your background and uh, how you uh, ended up uh, with Safe Passage. Sure. Um, I actually, a few years ago when the shelter portion first opened, was an advocate here with Safe Passage. And I have also spent um, a career in the criminal justice and city government venues before returning here a few years ago as the director of community-based services. So pretty familiar with our six-county region, and we have a lot of great partnerships here locally. Margaret Mary has been a huge partner, as well as Batesville Casket, uh, Maxwell Construction, and, and the Hill and Brand Foundation. So we are super thankful for all of the support because that amount of support allows us to reach more and more survivors. And uh, speaking of partnerships, uh, you have a couple of hospitals. You mentioned Margaret Mary Health, but also there are some others in the area um, that are involved with the Sexual Assault uh, Nurse Examiners or SANE program. Uh, can you uh, expound on that, please? Absolutely, yes. We, we do serve six counties, so we have some partners over um, at the former King's Daughters Hospital that now is, is Norton, and they are looking to add sexual assault uh, nurse examiners in that uh, in that county. And down in Dearborn County, we have St. Elizabeth Hospital, and they have a pretty extensive forensic nursing program, and that has served all six counties of our survivors very, very well um, since they launched that in October of last year and they are able to do uh, as a sexual assault exam as well as domestic violence exams, human trafficking exams, elder abuse exams, child abuse exams. So they have a thorough forensic program that is serving our community very, very well, and we are thrilled to have them in our service region. And uh, you uh, brought up something there, mentioned uh, trafficking. Um, and I imagine that uh, there's probably been uh, some instances where uh, Safe Passage uh, has stepped in with uh, someone who has been a victim of trafficking. Absolutely. Um, human trafficking is here, and it is an issue here locally. We do uh, our best to provide services, including giving appropriate referrals for those individuals who might need um, very targeted assistance. Um, it is a... It is kind of linked to sexual assault, but, you know, we do have some partners that can uh, better serve uh, those needs. It's definitely um, something that we are seeing increase, um, and it's, possibly, it's possible it's been occurring. It's just the awareness of the issue has led more of those, of who, those who are involved to get the help that they need and the help that they deserve. All right. And then uh, whether it's uh, the month of April during uh, Sexual Assault Awareness Month or at any time of the year, uh, somebody who has uh, gone through, uh, you know, the you know the worst of uh, situations, 
how can uh, people uh, contact uh, your agency? Yeah, it's just it's important for everyone to know that we are here. Um, it is completely confidential. There is free support, and we're here twenty four seven. And you know what we offer as much or as little as that survivor uh, victim is ready for. So they can again text now or call our helpline eight seven 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 three three one nine nine zero. Um, and we can just be there. Uh, we have services from just one-on-one -on -one support to support groups to phone call support. Um, we have a lot of different education modules and assistance, whether it be through the legal system. Sometimes it's uh, assistance with other systems like the legal system or the DCS system. Um, or what we just talked about, just being together and having someone there through the hospital, the forensic exam, and, and responding and, and being an assist for that person. So, you know, again, we let the, the client guide um, how much or how little involvement that they, they want with our services, and we will be there and believe them 100%. Anything else uh, before we let you get back to it, Carrie? Uh, no, just thank you very much for having us. I'll try to stop by and give uh, some teal ribbons in your direction so everybody there at WRBI can also participate um, for the rest of the month. All right, sounds good. Carrie Ketman, Director of Community-Based Services at Safe Passage, thank you for joining us this morning, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Thanks, Tom.